Welcome to Blooming Out on Community Radio, WFHB. Blooming Out is a forum by and for the LGBTQ plus community. Each week we explore the issues, events pertaining to the LGBT community in Indiana, the U.S., and internationally. We speak with guests about human rights, coming out, the legality of being gay, and much more. Blooming Out is a multiple award-winning program here on Community Radio, WFHB. Thanks for listening to Blooming Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Frankie Preslav. I'm Judy Epp. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Justin Robertson. Well, tonight we have uh, Judy hosting with us, uh, back from her trip um, all over. So we'll get to hear a little bit about that. And we have uh, Cameron, a junior, um, to talk about being gay in rural high school, well, gay in rural high schools, but one high school. I'm assuming she just goes to one. <laughs> 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 but first, let's uh, kind of catch up on everybody. And we got to talk really fast if we're going to get Judy's stuff in. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, Judy. Yeah, welcome back. So it's great you. to have you. So, yeah. So Good tell us. Back. Yeah. So we lots of awesome stuff on your, it's been like a month. Yes. Yeah, yes. she's showing, yes. she's showing something. Yeah. I had to put my sunglasses on here. Got your engaged. nails are done. And you're, got you have engaged. A Congratulations. Yeah. It looks engaged. great. Thank and you have you. a big diamond ring. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, that's yes, gorgeous. Gorgeous. We saw the photos. Yeah, we so, saw the photos. Um, I went on a birthday trip. Right. Um, um, sweet Lucy took me on a birthday trip. Mm. Uh, um, Lucy's in the studio as well. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy's in the studio. We went to St. Pete, and then we stayed there for my birthday, which was January 1st. And then we went to Key Largo, and then we went swimming with the dolphins. And then, oh, we stayed on a houseboat in Key Largo. Saw that. And then we went to (laughs) uh, Key West, (laughs) and we stayed on a sailboat for two days. It was a fabulous experience. Been there, done that. Don't intend to do it again. Really? <laughs> why, why, why <laughs> too small? Uh, like claustrophobic? Well, it was a 30-foot uh, boat, apparently. But um, when you uh, get on the boat, this particular boat, you had to step on a step off of the floating dock. Right. And then step over the wires, right, ropes, right, and right. things. There wasn't a gate to right, open. Right, yeah, it's a sailboat. So, <laughs> yeah, well, the sailboat next to us had an open gate, Frankie, so, uh, yeah. So, one of us Frankie's was on the boat, on and the other one was on the floating dock handing the luggage over oh. onto the boat, okay. and so the one time when I set my suitcase down and went to reach for something else, and it's one of those with... Uh, what do you call them, all four wheels, and it right. starts rolling oh. to the edge oh. of the dock. Like, wait, 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 wait for me. So anyway, but yeah, it had a queen-size bed. Yeah. Uh, one of the beds was a queen-size bed, but it's a triangular bed Yeah. in huh. the oh. bow of the boat. Right, right. I, so you have a pointy head. This part was a queen size. <laughs> this part was not. <laughs> it was a crib. Very so, intimate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, That's right. very, very. So do you so. sleep with your head that way or your no. feet that way? No, feet. You'd just be like, feet go better. Yeah. In <laughs> what are you saying no. about her head, Frankie? <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, I, it was a better vision. Yeah. That's what but I was it was fun. About. Anyway, so we did that, yeah. and then we went out on a catamaran for the day, and we mm. went parasailing and. So it was like a, a, a honey. So it wasn't obviously a honeymoon, but it was a. No, it was my birthday. Pre birthday, and then when did the ring arrive? 
Um, the rink arrived before we left. Okay. Yeah. So, so we got that in. That's <laughs> yeah. exciting. Wow. Congratulations. So have we set a date? Thank you. No, you, we're you're one of those non-traditional working on that. Folks. This is one of those complicated things when right. you're trying to marry a foreigner. Right. Um, yeah, we know all about Somebody's it. trying to get a green card. Yeah, <laughs> I know. At least she's not trying to come over the invisible wall. Oh, that's right. right. That's Coming right. from the other. Yeah, we have Sounds like we need a wall there. between us and Canada. Yeah, yeah I know. I think well, I think a... they want a wall. Right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Between us Keep and the them. So, out yeah. there. Well, that's exciting. So, well, thank you yeah, for sharing all that. But socially, I wanted to mention that yes. Spencer Pride had um, just uh, yesterday a training called uh, Connecting Across Differences, and the Bloomington Center for Connection came and put on the training, and it was essentially how to talk to people that you don't agree with without mm -hmm. getting mad. Oh, wow. And being yeah. able to have a conversation, and it was really, really good. So I highly recommend this. Center Me and Justin should sign up together. <laughs> yeah, and do right. that. They do. I was just thinking, why would you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's it's sometimes it's good thing, Justin. Is it? So yeah. yeah. Oh, well. So, but I recommend the <laughs> Center for Connection, Bloomington yes. Center for Connection. Was it free? They do really good stuff. Oh yes, everything we do is yeah. free. Okay, that's Three all I wanted to hear. Yes. Well, awesome. Um, how about you, Melanie? Everything good? Everything's great. Everything's going great. Okay, <laughs> sure. just staying warm and doing your thing. And Justin, come on, please. I can't top. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, you did last <laughs> month. <laughs> Excuse me. The month after that, you were kind of, you, you were all over the world. So yeah, I was all yeah. over the world. But I didn't get married to a foreigner. Yeah. I wasn't on a sailboat. Yeah. So okay, then. with my triangular head, <laughs> perfectly poised. Isn't that a song? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let, let, let's uh, flip over to the news. What's going on in the LGBT? news Melanie well <clears throat> Democrats are showing why the midterms mattered for LGBTQ rights in a series of moves Democrats at both the state level and Congress have moved swiftly to in institute a series of LGBTQ <coughs> protections that their Republican predecessors blocked on his very first day as governor of Wisconsin Tony Evers issued an executive order prohibiting discrimination against LGBTQ state employees and anyone receiving state government services each person in Wisconsin deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. This fosters sound government, society, and business, and it's just the right thing to do, Evers said. Evers didn't stop there. In the same executive order, he expanded the state's Equal Employment Opportunity Program to include initiatives that emphasize harassment, prevention, and cultural diversity awareness. As a, rem a reminder, Evers defeated Republican Scott Walker, boo, who is dead. <laughs> who is dependably anti-LGBT. Walker called the Supreme Court's marriage equality ruling a, quote, grave mistake. Yeah, didn't they do a lot of, um, was it, is it Wisconsin, am I right on that, where the legislators basically tried to take power away from... It, yeah, yes. where was that Michigan? No, that was, uh, was Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin. Yeah. So that I, wow. yeah, because they wanted to... Yeah. Right, so, I mean, it's released dirty politics up there yeah. so it's awesome this was totally a thumb in the nose right or something yeah. like that and i'm sorry they're so close to canada so. <laughs> <laughs> in nearby michigan newly ensconced governor gretchen whitmer uh, signed an executive order to strengthen prohibitions against lgbtq discrimination in state employment contracting and services her predecessor republican rick snyder had issued a more limited protection order last year but with a big loophole, a religious liberty exemption. Whitmer el eliminated that exemption. Not to be left out, the new Democratic majority in the House of Representatives issued their own rule 
a ban on LGBTQ discrimination when it comes to house employees or job seekers. Government at its best works for the benefit of all Americans, not just the powerful and privileged openly gay representative David Siciline said. Protecting the uh, rights of LGBT employees is just the right thing to do. All of these moves are on top of the record number of out members in Congress, to say nothing of the nation's first openly gay governor, Colorado's Jared Polis. The governors and House Democrats are, are highlighting two points. The first is the Democrats see the LGBTQ community as a key constituency that they will turn into future elections. The second is that the non-discrimination measures are largely non-controversial, a change from even a decade ago. That won't stop Republicans from kicking up a fuss. Evers and Whitmer had to rely on executive orders instead of getting laws through their GOP-dominated legislatures. Another Republican governor could easily undo these protections, all of which is a reminder why the midterms do make a difference, and the 2020 election will too. Yeah. So, uh, some good stuff. Yeah. Now, it's, there's tons of great news, I mean, for all the the scarier stuff. Yeah, you got to scratch around a little bit, and, yeah. but it's there, and it's it's big news. It's not little stuff. It's, you know, right. this is like, you know, making, you know, <coughs> The states recognizing new laws, and you know, right. so even if they had to do executive order, they're doing something. Yes, right? yes, yep. and significant things. Right, and it doesn't seem like they're getting a lot of you know. I think people, all in all, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in, in general, I think the businesses obviously appreciate mm-hmm. it, and you know, hopefully, this will be something that later generations will laugh about. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> that hopefully. We, we That's you, to. Cameron. That, yeah, that, <laughs> and we'll, we'll throw that on you. <clears throat> Um, what's going on on your side, Judy? All righty. Well, I just saw something about this on Facebook that I've shared multiple times. Calling transgender youth by their name dramatically reduces their chance of suicide. Mm-hmm. Calling a transgender person by the same name they refer to themselves can reduce their chance of suicide by as much as 65%, according to a study published in the Journal of Adolescent Health. You know, I just want to say, duh. Um, <coughs> researchers used a sample of 129 <coughs> transgender and gender nonconforming youth from three U.S. cities assessing their name usage among home, school, work, and friends. They then compared it to depression as well as suicidal ideation and behavior. The results were at once both astounding and unsurprising. When compared to those who are not able to use their own name in any situation, researchers found 71% fewer indications of severe depression. I need to say that again. Say it again. 71% fewer indications of severe depression. This is not that hard. What's more, they also found that thoughts of suicide dropped by 35% and a 65% decrease in attempted suicide. Trans teen suicide attempts may have spiked because of Trump's tweets. No surprise there. Mm -hmm. Many kids who are transgender have chosen a name that is different than the one they were given at birth, said study author Stephen Russell. We showed that the more contexts or settings where they were able to use their preferred name, the stronger their mental health was. The numbers echo other studies into depression and suicide among transgender and non-binary people. A study published last year by the American Academy of Pediatrics showed that more than half of all teenage transgender men who were involved in the study had attempted suicide, as well as 29.9% of teenage transgender women 
and 41.8% of non-binary youth. These numbers also compared to the groundbreaking 2014 study from the Williams Institute, which showed that 41% of transgender people attempt suicide. This most recent study shows that using the name a transgender person uses for themselves, a person can dramatically affect the mental well-being of that transgender person, including at work, school, or home. It's practical to support young people in using the name that they choose, said Russell. It's respectful and developmentally appropriate. So, it's, I, 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 I don't know. It's just, again, it's one of those things is that, you know, if someone wants to be called a certain name, then call them that. I mean, it's, I, I, you know, the teacher, the recent high school teacher, and I, um, I forget what school, but he refu- was it from Indianapolis, possibly? It was in Indiana. Yeah, yeah and he refused to um, acknowledge, acknowledge the, 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 name. the name. And right. I think he ended up actually getting fired. He did. Thank right. you. Um, but, right. for, I mean, what what's the big deal? Mary, John, Henry, so, Sally. I mean, I mean just right. whatever. This yeah. is this goes I right mean, in with <laughs> the the news about the evangelical uh, uh, lawmakers who want to, or mm-hmm. or you know, uh, not just lawmakers, but uh, groups who want to take uh, trans people in in mm-hmm. the case of the state of Indiana or uh, nationwide trans LGBT people out of uh, hate crimes bills. Right. And, exactly. Uh, Exclude us. Yeah. From the hate crimes bill. Take right. us out of anti lynching bills. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what does that say? What? You know, what are yeah, they yeah. what are they yeah. what do they want? I didn't know about anti lynching bills. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was on the federal level. And you know who was uh leading that um I think they put it up front our, our friend from Mississippi, who was the mm-hmm. one that made all the cracks about uh the mm-hmm. lynching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she right. actually I, they, you know, I think the Republican Party put her out there on this bill. Right. But uh, I can't remember. Terrifying people. Does anybody remember her name? I don't know. But no. we don't need to remember her name. Going back to the thing about Trump's tweets affecting um, this issue, it goes to people in authority when they treat a group of people badly. It um, gives permission to everybody to treat that group of people right. badly. Correct. Yeah. So, well, if the president thinks that you're uh, um, not worthy not and second-class citizens, then that just gives me license to express my own discriminatory behavior. Because if it's good enough for the president, it's good enough for me, and I'm your neighbor, <coughs> or I'm your teacher. When I was suicidal back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't just that. It was every single instance was a, a personal attack. Sure. And I already felt, you know, like the the weirdest person um, out there. And to have just another in-your-face um, right. blown out to the rest of the world, you know, right. this person isn't human. Right. This person isn't worthy. Not worthy this person, of respect. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's not just about the name. When you say, what's the, what's the big deal? It's this name or that name. Well, the people who don't want to use the name could use that same logic. Right. It is right. a big deal because it would seem to me that the picking your own name is tantamount to declaring your identity. Right. Yeah. It's a exactly. part of your identity declaration. And so if you refuse 
to use the name, you're denying the the whole the whole identity. Right. And then, you know, and, and then you think about school. I mean, when I'm filling out forms every year for my children, there's always a spot there that says child's preferred name, nickname. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. I have a son, Gabrielle, but mm-hmm. we call him Gabby. Right. And, you know, and I guess somebody could get in an argument of Gabrielle, is that male, female? Or, mm-hmm. you know, Gabby, is you, that's his masculine name? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, that's the silliness of it. And then everybody came, and the teacher says, I'm refusing to call him Gabrielle because it's feminine. Then, right. I mean, you would think that guy's a, a schmo, right? Right. <laughs> right. And then it's, you know, you pick your battles, and it just doesn't make sense. And, and, and again, if you show the studies and you show the right. research and the percentages of, you know, by by giving some a person, <clears throat> excuse me, giving a person, you know, the ability to be who they are, just, you know, saves accepting them. Saves their lives. Saves their lives. Right. You know. And the numbers... Fifty-eight percent is actually the over fifty percent. It's fifty-eight percent of trans guys uh, attempt suicide, and then when uh, you go to the forty-one percent reported, those are the people that reported. Those aren't the people that true. That's true. Succeeded. Those you know? are the ones. Yeah. Right. So succeeded. But, I hate that word, but that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's well, and this kind of ties into the later discussion because. Uh-huh. We had a trans student at Owen Valley High School that actually got a GSA started, the first GSA that the principal now says, I forget what her excuse was about that, but that student left the school because they would not call him by his name, Mm -hmm. and um, he was um, mistreated at the school and left and went to another school. It's just shame on them. Shame on all of them. I think what we'll do is go ahead and take a music break, and we'll be back with a little more news after this.
Welcome back to Blooming Out. You've been listening to A Freak Love. That was a freaky song. Um, so thank you, Lucas. Your taste in music is amazing. Um, so we're going to continue on with some news. And uh, Justin. Okay. Yes. Um, a Boulder, Colorado courthouse has been added to the National Register of Historic Places as a gay landmark. Over 40 years ago, a newly elected, miniskirt-wearing straight feminist in Colorado stumbled into history when a gay couple denied a marriage license sought her help instead. Well, the college town of Boulder was a liberal reputation, has a liberal reputation now, it was deeply divided over gay rights in 1975. And few, including Clela Rorex, had thought about same-sex couples marrying. Uh, seeing a parallel with a woman's movement and finding nothing in the law to prevent it, the 31-year-old county clerk agreed to and granted a total of six licenses to gay couples before the state's attorney general at the time ordered her to stop. <clears throat> now the Boulder County Courthouse has been added to the National Register of Historic Places for its role in LGBTQ history as the first place to issue a same-sex marriage license. <coughs> Marty Moore, executive director of Out Boulder County, told the Daily Camera, she experienced a lot of hateful people when she started issuing those licenses. I know why I'm in the fight. It's for selfish reasons, not always, but I want my rights. She had no dog in the fight. She stood up. Rorex said that local officials didn't want her to win the race because they thought a man should have the job. So when the gay couple walked into her office, she saw the issue through that lens. At the ceremony, Rorex says, as a woman, I'm asking for my equal rights. How can I deny someone else? It just felt like the right thing to do. I've never changed my mind. All these years, I never wished I hadn't made that decision. Aww. What a wonderful woman. Yeah, She's really fabulous. And I saw some videos of her and um, she was just so very interesting. And she was talking about how um, she always says we instead of they or them when referring to the mm -hmm. LGBTQ community. And some people are like, well, why do you do that? Because you're not LGBTQ. But right. she's in the fight with us. Right. And yeah, I love phenomenal. people like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I, I remember reading about her a long time ago. And then when I saw this pop up, I was really excited to see that, you know, that this is, you know, she got, she got recognition on this. And it's, uh, you know. In 1975, too. Yeah, 1975. Yeah. So somebody had told me about this, that two men got married in 1975. I'd be like, no, it was impossible. You know, I was mm -hmm. alive and I didn't right. know anything about this. Right. You know? um, but yeah, it really did happen. And thanks to this woman. I mean, she really is mm -hmm. a heroine for us. Yes, and yeah, absolutely. I, I'm glad that she's getting some rec recognition and I hope she gets some more. So there's also a funny story that I just wanted to tell really quickly about her. I guess there was this man who was very, she got all sorts of hate mail. Oh, I'm sure. Phone calls. People were threatening her son. She was mm -hmm. a single mother. Um, there was a man in town with a horse named Dolly, and he came to her and said, well, I want to marry my horse. You know, if you can do this with two men, then I want to marry my horse. Yeah, and I remember this <laughs> she, one. It was very funny because um, <clears throat> she uh, declined his request on the basis that his eight-year-old horse was underage. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> 
but not, but not in Kentucky though. Right, so right, yeah, right. 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 yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm madly in love with this woman. <laughs> so how old is she now? Do you know? Uh, well, I could do the math. She's must be 70 okay, something. So she's, yeah. 76. Oh she's got a lot of spirit God. left in She's her. 76. Yeah. Okay. 75 was 43 years ago. So. Well, well look 44. at you. Okay, so I, I was you're... born in 75. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I can't do the math. But yeah. yeah like I that. didn't have to. It just, it's it, on it my just, cake. It just, okay. so. <laughs> <laughs> so Judy, um, tell us who we have in the studio today. Are we... All right. Well, um, last month when I was here, I had one of the students from Owen Valley High School in Spencer um, to come on and talk about what was happening um, at the school. The students had passed out pride flags to some of the teachers, any teacher who wanted would accept one, to let the LGBTQ students in the school know who was a safe um, teacher for them. The flags lasted maybe a day, something like that, and the um, principal appeared to be um, accepting of this, but promptly called the school board or somebody to um, give the standard line of, if we let those flags here, we have to let Confederate flags and anybody else that wants a flag, and so they took them down. So the students um, now have progressed to um, a... a, um, sincere attempt to start a GSA. Again, to start a GSA, this attempt has been made time and time again with the same principal. And the students, um, I mentioned earlier that, um, well, I think we were off the air, but there was a GSA there a few years ago started by a trans student, but they, uh, they were so mistreated that the student changed schools and the GSA fell apart. So the principal has managed to stall long enough for the students to graduate. <clears throat> and then the, it has to be new students that try to start this up again. So now, uh, today, we have one of the uh, students, Cameron, who is a junior. So, ta-da! <laughs> She's not graduating this spring. Not yet. Um, so she is one of the students um, that is leading the charge to start a GSA. And they met with the principal um, it's not as easy as give us the rules, give us the guidelines for starting a club, and we'll do that. Mm, we have to work on that. So they and they met with the principal, um, attempted to meet with the principal. So I'm going to let Cameron tell us what happened because I just got snippets of this, so mm-hmm. I'm not even sure myself what happened. So Cameron, welcome. welcome. So hi. Um, we've met with our principal many, many times now, it feels like. Um, the first time that she had met with all of us, she had met with the three of us individually and basically told us how the pride flags, but she won't she won't call them pride flags because I don't know if that's intimidating to her or what, but she only refers to them as the rainbow flag. So um, she will go on and go on about how our like rainbow flag is not allowed by the state of indiana's attorney in any school corporation even though that's not true because there are other schools with gsas and there are other schools who have like the accepting mindset to allow anyone and be accepting towards anyone not just the streamline white might like so it's been frustrating but we're not threatened we're not backing down 
And I think that it definitely shows in our community that even though that people may not want us or accept us, that we're not bothered by that. We know who we are. And so other clubs that are, um, you know, beginning in your schools, mm-hmm. what is the process for them? And, you know, mm-hmm. do they have to go through? Obviously so, not. Yeah. As much so we had asked our are. choir director um, what he went through because he started a drama club mm-hmm. basically to help with like the crew and tech for our musicals. And he said he just asked our principal and she just asked him what days he wanted to have meetings. And he said, Tuesdays after school until 530. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so are there other, how many clubs are there at school? Oh, there are definitely quite a few. I know that I'm in seven, maybe, maybe more. Um, really? Yeah, we have student council, mm-hmm. things like student that. Student council, though, is part of the school. Mm-hmm. What clubs are there that aren't? My understanding was there was like one club or maybe two that were not affiliated with a class. So the ones that she had brought up to us were like chess club and we have a bass fishing club. Okay, so those are not affiliated with the class. those are not. So what did they have to, did they have different rules? Now that she, like our our school system, I guess, is... um, making a requirement that each club at Owen Valley has to meet a guideline of set rules that follow the curriculum or some way relate to the curriculum. That way they can be a verified reason. They're starting those yes, rules. Yes, they're starting those but rules the Bass Club and, and the other club yeah. didn't have those rules. They didn't have those to begin Before you wanted to start a yes. GSA. So she's now making up rules. Yes. That the other clubs did not have to abide by. But now all the other clubs do have to abide by. So I know that it's bad and that we are definitely upset by it, but I'm glad that we aren't the only ones that have to have rules that she's now doing. But she's doing this to try to make it difficult for Oh, most definitely. So what would, what's her, her, what is she asking from your club? to um you know so mm-hmm. we can set up with the curriculum of your school what um guidelines are they asking you guys she to? told us that we had to look at like our school's guidelines of our like course curriculums and find a class that we could say that the gsa relates to okay. so we that were would be easy enough yeah and we said well if it corresponds to just life and being a good person in general yeah (laughs) i said like history we have an interpersonal relations class health uh (laughs) yeah social studies humanity (laughs) biology yeah Yeah, you can connect it to five classes so so what happened today where do you stand now so she gave you the guidelines Mm -hmm. and so you gave her a proposal Mm -hmm. She asked us for a proposal just to basically type something out. That way she could read over it and have our superintendent read over it. So today we had a meeting with her, which was supposed to happen yesterday, got rescheduled for today and kind of seemed like it was brushed over. But um, it was seriously only like not even five minutes long because when we got into her office, she was like, okay, who's going to like share this document with me? That way I can read over it. And um, 
one of our students like shared the document with her and she was like okay well i'll get back to you and tell you what you need to change so she didn't say no she didn't say no okay. but the she way she didn't look at the document she didn't look right. at the document that, in front of us i'm sorry, was that all the meeting was yes was you just gave her the document what has that, have you um told her that other high schools do indeed oh she this? she knows okay and but i don't know if she mentally is trying to deny it or what what are her reasons for not having an interest in doing this do you know there are 81 churches in owen county i do now <laughs> she, yeah she is definitely well i know from personally that she goes to our catholic church or our, okay. our one catholic church but um when she met with me the first time after like when she told me that the pride flags were going to be banned from school she included how she was being like talked to at her church and that these women were coming up to her like how could you allow this in our school and we had one student in particular say that um a teacher who i was in this class it did not happen he said that one of our teachers who we had given a pride flag to ran over and like ran into his face and he was like look we're accepting the gays now but that it didn't happen. I was the one who handed her the pride flag. She like was like, "Oh, but thank wait, you. wait, wait, we're accepting the gays now." That's like what, that's, that's what he said. A bad thing. Yeah, that we're yeah. accepting the gays. But it's just very frustrating because we know in our hearts that we have not done anything wrong. No. But she's treating us like we're some right. sort of like juveniles who are like trying to like make up and. Almost like we need to be forgiven for the trouble that we've caused, but we haven't caused any trouble. The only people who have caused trouble are people who are close-minded and aren't just able to accept us. Not being treated like equals. Yes, and it's very frustrating in the place of a public education. Like, when I go to school, I should be worrying about my organic chemistry test. I shouldn't be worrying about, oh, whether my principal is going to accept this requirement for something that was never like a thought that could be passed down for a different club before. Well, the other thing to um, to keep in mind as as we go through this process, this principal has tried her best to not deal with students. Mm-hmm. She was sending messages to we. So we have a youth group now, which Cameron is a part of, and the Spencer Pride Youth Group started with three kids and now they're up to like 25 15 Mm -hmm. regularly attend a meeting every monday of the week every monday and so these kids are feeling their uh power now Mm -hmm. and and we spencer pride have got their back but we're not directing them and i think part of it is she might have it in her mind that we are uh, we Spencer Pride are trying to infiltrate the school and so she was initially she the principal was trying to connect with the youth adult leader and so the youth adult leader and I talked and said you don't talk to her lead her back to the youth the kids yes. it's yeah. their thing they're we're following their lead yes. we're not they're not following our lead and so she's having to deal directly with these kids, and she's trying to, as she has in years past, mm-hmm. blow them off, brush them off, and not deal with it. And mm-hmm. she's um, 
going to find that. That's not, really yeah. frustrating. We, don't um, go away. We, we just want <laughs> yeah, to be taken seriously. <laughs> I know that we're like the youth, but like these are the decisions that we should be making for ourselves that other people shouldn't be making for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to take a um, another music break and do a community uh, update, and then we'll be back with more. take a quick minute to look at the community calendar this week um tonight at 7 p.m we have the level up workshop learn to dj age 12 and up at level up workshops at the monroe county public library this is from 7 until 8 30 p.m learn the basics of mixing tracks um and try out the library's new tractor control dj controller and then on january 14th at 5 p.m we have the lgbt Aging and Caring Network Social Hour at Cheddar's in Bloomington. We're going to throw it back to Blooming Out. You're currently listening to Lysums by Toro E. Moi. Hi, folks. We are back with Cameron from Owen Valley High School. And we wanted to be sure and mention that the person, the principal of this school that we're talking about is Rhonda Schaefer. She's the principal of the high school um, in Spencer, which is Owen Valley. And uh, Cameron was going to share her history and um, uh, Ms. Schaefer's attitude toward her personally. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Ms. Schaefer, in our first meeting, which I had mentioned previously, um, when she talked to me about why the pride flags were being banned from campus, um, I've known this woman for a long, long time. She's been the principal for basically as long as I can remember, but she was the volleyball coach. Um, I played volleyball with her daughter. Um, Everyone knows her family. She goes to our church in town um but she when she was talking to me was telling me how she loves me and accepts me and is so happy for me and then after that she said but I just don't always agree with the choices that you've made and what does that 
mean and feel like to you that what she's saying when well, she says what that? else could it mean well, when she like what do you I personally felt like that meant that she thinks that I am making this choice every day to be gay but really the only choice I made was to openly be gay I I, I can't just like change who I like have always known that I am yeah. but the only thing that I choose is to not be ashamed of it. And yay, Cameron. Yay, Cameron. You've got exactly. me all the clipped. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank I mean, you, Cameron. Yeah. And better. I don't know if that's what she was implying, uh, but if anyone could read between the lines, uh, I don't know what else it could have meant. Well, and you're specifically talking about yes. this subject. I mean, if so she was talking about something <coughs> else, yeah. I would understand, but. I wasn't about to go off on this principal who could get me in trouble or right. really do anything to me. So I was like, it's okay. I was like, I respect you and thank you. And that was just yeah. like, you know, and yeah. adult That's of really you. That's really as <laughs> professional as I could make right. it, but it's very yeah. unprofessional right. the way things are being So changed. are parents involved at all? Our parents, no. Um, a lot mm. of like the adult advisors at spencer pride that go to our um iris youth pride meetings our parents um my parents personally aren't involved with the school but my parents know and they're just proud of the work that we're doing and i think that goes the same for the other kids parents not everybody's parents know that they go to these meetings but that's definitely one of the reasons that we want to start the gsa at the school because the iris meeting is at the unity shop and not everyone feels comfortable dropping off their child that has the pride flag right out in Mm -hmm. front but i mean my parents do they're very accepting they're very happy for me and so so that's the other um Mm -hmm. the other thing about this that luke pointed out and cameron just alluded to again uh kids like cameron and luke and sophie that are leading this charge they will be okay without the gsa Mm-hmm. they're they're okay already mm-hmm. and and Very we now sad. have the youth group at spencer pride so kids have a place to come to uh, but there there are many kids at the school that don't have that don't have that mm-hmm. they don't have supportive parents and maybe their parents um it, not even that they're not comfortable dropping them off where there's a pride flag they don't even know that's where the kids are going mm-hmm. so one of the points of having the gsa at school the kids can say they're staying for a, an after school mm-hmm. club and the parents don't even know that's what it is mm-hmm. and so it's it's more helpful to the kids that really need the help yeah. and and the support and the kids who are not like Cameron the kids who are afraid to be right it's an opportunity school. for the adults to kind of stand up and say hey, it's about the bullying you know yeah. yes putting yes, exactly that back in the exactly. box that it needs to be yes. and when you have a school administrator you know openly being um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Homophobic. <laughs> there, I guess homophobic. Yeah, yeah I was, I, was right. I had a lot of words. Right. But yeah, exactly. homophobic. Yeah. And or prejudice. Prejudice. I mean, I mean yes. bigotry. I mean, you could just go down the list. Right. 
Um, and, right. you know, again, it goes back <laughs> to what we were talking about when you have, you know, a leader who's openly, you know, saying, hey, there's something wrong with this group of students yes. that there's so much wrong with them that we can't even allow them to have a club. Right. And yeah. then other students see that and right. believe it. Right. And yeah. then they, what do they do? exactly they what I said about the Trump for, tweet. It yeah. goes yeah. Yeah. Because fact, it's not just this, it's not just the principal. Yeah. The fact that she has to bring in the Indiana State, like, attorney to make sure attorney that General. we're allowed, basically. Right. Right. Is right. To use her thing. But yeah. I, I, I do want to say something about the adults. We do have a P flag, and the P flag meets at the same time the kids meet, and then they have an official meeting once a month. At the school? Mm-hmm. No. At the school. With, no, at, okay. at our center. Yeah. But one of the uh, parents did go to the school board or the PTA or mm-hmm. somebody, I forget, and talked to them because her child had to leave the school because he was treated so badly. So, I mean, I was, she talked to the in support of. Oh, yes, know, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Talking about the bullying about and how yeah. bad it was and how awful it was for her child at that school. And so there are adults behind them. I want to go in there and start knocking heads. Yes. Um, but do it. But uh, well, <laughs> I want you to. <laughs> I, I really want to. I really want to. But here again, can. we can't because they have to understand that it's not an adult pushing an agenda on yes. the youth. Right. It's it's their right. show, mm-hmm. and we're doing everything we can to back them up. But I will tell you that I have an attorney that contacts me every time I come on here. How's it going? They need any help? How's it going? You want me to do something? I've also got. Um, uh, the ACLU on speed dial. Mm-hmm. So Excellent. all these kids have to do is say, <laughs> "We're ready." Bring in, <laughs> bring in the troops. Yeah, and, it'd be interesting. And we're to, there, right. so we're letting them tr- lead right. and do do it their way, and and we're here to. Um, so what do you feel as far as you know? How long do you want this to go until maybe you call in the troops? Or do you feel that you guys are still in a position where you want to try to negotiate with her? I think until it's a definite no that we have a shot. And until it's denied, I, and I'm not, I don't know that it's going to be denied. I would love for this to be passed and for things would, right, for everything to work out, but I can't guarantee that. And until that point, until... There is the definite no. I think that it's important for her to see that we truly like want this in our right. So she's saying that she doesn't want the you know what she called the not the pride flag, the rainbow rainbow flag. flag. And she's saying it's not appropriate within the school. So if you wore a you know a a flag badge or something, yeah, and I do. I have the pride flag sticker on the back of my phone. So there's nothing wrong with that. That's uh, we had a student who got questioned about it the day after the email got set, sent out, but that ended up not actually. Sh- it just they didn't, didn't get in trouble. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you can bring the flag mm-hmm. in. I have um, the little pin on my backpack. Right. So you're not being thrown out of school or ostracized no. for doing that. Um, Surreptitiously. Right. But, yeah. But, right. So, you know, her argument on the other side of that saying that the. Uh, Attorney General, you know, mm-hmm. supports the school with not allowing that. It's a mm-hmm. freedom of speech. I mean, right? I mean, right. just exactly. yeah. kind of simple. Well, and my my <laughs> con- very simple. Yeah, and my concern is, and I I understand totally what you're what you're doing, Cameron, and the way you're doing it. My concern is with the history that I know of with this school is 
she will do everything but tell you no. Right. Mm-hmm. And she still won't tell you yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, you'll be graduating, and she still won't tell you no, but she still won't tell you yes. Right. And I, yeah, and hopefully you guys will have a kind of like, this is our timeline, and this is. Yeah, at some point, Mm -hmm. um, you have to just decide. Well, and to put this, you know, I'm sorry. No. I've been waiting for you to speak up. Well, (laughs) I I did about the the Rhonda Schaefer thing during the music break, but uh, we weren't on the air. No, we weren't. Um, And Rhonda Schaefer, by the way, is rschaefer at socs.k12.in.us. Um, I think that to put this on, on the students, okay, who have no uh, uh, background in uh, civil, <laughs> civic, civil, uh, civic disobedience or, or movements, laws right? And, right? Laws and... and you know, you guys have to do an incredible amount of research and you have to organize like you've never had to do before, right? Mm-hmm. This is a great life lesson, you mm-hmm. know, um, fantastic. But at the same time, oh my God, how unfair. And and I'm sure she knows that. I'm sure she yes. knows that she's working with yep. people who don't have any kind of uh, uh, legal background or experience. And there's, you can be intimidated. You can be threatened with, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, problems with your transcripts or your permanent record. I love that thing. You know, Mm -hmm. there's all this like ominous overshadowing that can be used. uh, And, and she can still, uh, Rhonda Schaefer uh, (laughs) can still uh, put this off for indefinitely. And you guys are are only there for four years, right? Mm -hmm. And you can transfer. And those are things that she uh, counts on. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure yes. I can't say that she does because that's not right. me. Well, hopefully, I you know I want to do a, a live invite to <laughs> Miss Schaefer to come on, you know, blooming out and right. you know hear her point of view. I think it's only yeah. fair, and we'll we'll yeah. do a telephone, or we'll come over to the school and sure. talk to her. Yeah. So she has Perfect. lots of opportunities. She could send a written statement. Yeah. Um, so Mrs. Schaefer, if you're out there listening. Um, the folks here at Blooming Out would be, you know, happy to love to love to hear from you and what your perspective yeah. is because maybe we're missing something. Yeah, I, yeah. That so we can and, <laughs> and to your point, Melanie, you're absolutely right, and it and it is unfair. Um, the other thing is, an adult from outside the school can't go in and ask to start right. a GSA. So right. that's no, we're kind of between uh but 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 they know we know what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And there they are parents. Know we you have know. the resources yeah. and and that uh, we're and you know it doesn't have helping. to be the LGBTQ kids, right? It can be oh, it no, can be other they kids. Have allies. It can yeah, be yeah, allies. exactly. It could be that that that's the It's not right. just the gay kid club. Right. It's the gay straight <laughs> alliance, right? Yeah. Right. And there are parents out there. There are other yep. parents. I don't yep. want to overblow my microphone by yelling into it. I'm sorry. But there are uh, there are people who are concerned. And, yep. you know, for God's sake, Spencer, you guys have pride. You have this amazing thing. Tons of people come. Yep. Those These are the people that, through their taxes, support the school system. Absolutely. Uh, who yep. send their children there, who may have gone there themselves. You know, this is this is a community thing. And, <coughs> and Absolutely is. rise up, you know. And let her know that she can't bring her personal 
uh, uh, religious beliefs into a public Well, I think school. one, uh, you know, of just <laughs> giving her the statistics, statistics, listen to me, about, you know, the suicide rate. Just yeah. keep plugging that's, that in and, mm-hmm. you know, ask. That, that's what I would love to, to hear her rebuttal on is here's some, you know, pretty simple math right here of how you can save a student's life we have a presentation that we just need to get approved but it basically just states it's something that we can show to the teachers that say we exist Mm -hmm. and you just ignoring that fact is not going to do either of us any good right well and and the bigger issue is they don't just ignore that fact yeah they mistreat exactly the glbt students some of the students are actively mistreated by teachers yeah and that just can't no that no. has to change whether it's like misgendering and, misnaming or right right well and, uh, and the fact is it's illegal to not allow a gsa who's exactly the, who's the superintendent uh dr chad briggs yeah so it would be nice to you know get a comment from dr chad briggs yeah. as well to yeah. find out what the school's policy is on um on this whole thing right. so i mm-hmm. you know challenge them to you know send us a letter mm-hmm. you know call us up but we'll, we'll, we'll be calling you actually In, but invite we can have some coffee here <laughs> right we have coffee and stuff but that you know this is a, a big deal i think you yes. know people don't it's necessarily they think it's you know some kids just being obnoxious doing their thing trying to be you know it's not at all yes. no it's, it's, it's life saving and life civil rights yeah. we're not right. asking for rocket no. science no you're asking to be treated as equals Right. Equals. Respectfully. I mean, you know, equal is the chess club. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Without but you have to make Apparently the chess club isn't active anymore. Okay. So. Well, maybe, you, was, maybe you should take it over and have a rainbow chess yeah. club. There you go. There yeah. you go. Chess club. <laughs> That's a, there we go. I think we, we got it in here, guys. Yeah. Okay. We'll donate the, the chess club and all that. So um, good for you for, for, you know, going out there. How many um, students are involved right now? That are actively speaking to Miss Schaefer, four. Four? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then how many do you have that? Cause, in oh, Irish? Yeah, in mm-hmm. Irish. The, the youth group. Well, the adult leader tells me there are as many as 25. Mm-hmm. And a regularly attending uh, 15 yeah. to 20. I'd, I'd say that if we had a GSA at school, that number would go up by 15, maybe 20. Yeah, and because yeah. you're allies. Yeah, and our friends would go, but... I know that not everyone can go to the Unity Shop or is allowed to, and right. we just want a place where we can feel like that is we this can during this. school time or is this after school or it, how the cl- it just depends. It could be any time. I think what we're leaning towards is after school. Okay. Right now, the Irish kids meet from four thirty. Four thirty to six thirty every Monday. Six thirty every Monday at Spencer Pride mm-hmm. Community Center. Anybody out there that hasn't been coming that wants to come. Mm-hmm. Every Everyone's Monday, 4.30. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's you know. And, you you know, Judy, you've done so many amazing things for Spencer, and you continue this battle um, over there. And it's just, you know, I don't know where Spencer would I be. I just wish they'd let me knock some heads. <laughs> Go after you are knocking heads. <laughs> right? By being in their town, I think they're like, oh, she's back. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> that's right. There is that. Get scared walking down the street when they see Judy. Yeah, they should be. But you know, somebody did tell me the other day. I think that person's scared of you. Good, good. Good. You know, she comes riding in on her pony. I was like, see, I was thinking Mongo from like everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's Mongo. Oh my gosh, 
it's Judy. Yeah. <laughs> Judy's <laughs> coming in to take up. Anything else going on um, with uh, Spencer Pride? We can give you about well, two minutes. Well, um, on when, um, Wednesday, on Sunday, February 3rd, is our um, monthly meeting. And um, prior to the meeting at 2.15, there is a Who is Spencer Pride training. So anybody that wants to know what who we really are, where we started, what we're doing now, because we do a lot of things. We have the community center, which has the retail shop, Unity, um, um, handmade items made by local artists. We have a gathering place where you can come in, hang out, read a book, play chess, um, and the meeting room um, where we meet and the kids meet. We've got Iris, the youth group. The second Saturday of every month at 7 o'clock, we volunteer at the Tivoli Theater as an organization. <coughs> that's, that's a fun thing. A lot of volunteers like to do that. Uh, we're now doing festival planning. So um, who is Spencer Pride is at 2.15. The meeting proper starts at 4, 4 to 6. So come and help us plan our festival for this year. It's not next year now. It's this yeah, year. Yeah, it's this year. That's right. It's going to fly by. So, so yeah. We're also hosting a regional Interpride conference in March. There is a World Pride organization mm-hmm. called Interpride, and we belong to that. And there's a regional uh, pride within that, of which, of course, Jonathan is a director. And um, we're hosting that. So there'll be multi state um, representatives yeah, coming that's exciting. to Spencer in mm-hmm. March. Um, for that, aren't they going to the Canyon Inn? Yes, they're staying at the Canyon Inn. I work there. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, bringing money and bringing town. cash into town. They yeah. should be nice yeah. to you guys. Yeah. On all that. Well, we're out of time. Um, it was a great show, and yes. thank you, Cameron, for being here. Um, it was, you know, yeah, eye-opening and. Our blood was boiling along. <laughs> um, and you are our hero. I mean, yeah. we, we support we all you guys over there. Are what I live for. Thank yeah. you. So thank you for doing yeah. all that. Um, and uh, additional thank you to all of our listeners and volunteers who make this possible. I'm Judy Epp. I'm Melanie Davis. Blooming Out is produced by Frankie Presloff. Our executive producer is WFHB News Director Wes Martin. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. Blooming Out's community liaison is Alex Ashkin. Our interns are Jasper Tony, Ireland Meacham, and Wen Yen Lee. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Robertson. And I'm Frankie Presslaff. And remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. You've been listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. Blooming Out is a product of WFHB's News and Public Affairs Department. Tune in every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. for Indiana's only LGBTQ plus news and public affairs program. You can hear this and other programs online at WFHB.org. Comments and suggestions for future topics or guests can be sent to bloomingout at WFHB.org. That is blooming O-U-T at WFHB.org. And thank you for listening.